It's fantasy time. Uh, yeah, we're talking fantasy sports, not dear penthouse. But don't worry, winning your league is way better than porn. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. Can you dig it? Presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. Can you dig it? Get in the game where you own the game. Joe owns the Chiefs. Owns. 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 Hello there and welcome to Fantasy Hockey Time presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports broadcast on the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. This is the final show uh, for this hockey season as uh, for most leagues other than uh, unless you're in the uh, Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League, uh, your season wrapped up uh, this week. Um, Maybe some of them are extending but uh, this was the original date of when the uh, season was supposed to end this week. Uh, it's going to um, possibly, who who knows what the NHL is going to do. But for the most part, uh, fantasy hockey seasons have wrapped up and uh, yours likely did as well. But uh, we are going to have uh, something a little bit different. We'll tell you about uh, near the end of the show about something new that we have coming on the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. Uh, not hockey, but it will be another show. Uh, so this show is all about helping you try to win your league, uh, or at the very least, uh, make it better. Um, uh, com- competition, rules, all sorts of things like that. Uh, but there is one way that we kick things off, and that's with the question of the day. This is a serious message. Peace and love. Peace and love. The question is simple. How did you finish in your fantasy hockey leagues this year? Lay it on me at Duck Millard. Let me know where you finished. This final week was kind of a little bit weird. There was some big, big games. Uh, players really, really stepping it up. So I hope they paid off for you in the uh, finals of uh, whatever league uh, that you uh, were in. Uh, so I uh, I won one out of three leagues that I was in. So that's actually not too bad. I, I'll take that pretty much every year. Um, my team, uh, Jean-Guy Lafleur, uh, took the top spot in the Dagens Hockey League. Um, and it's it's Team ER is the, the nickname because the team that I drafted in this brand new league, I was actually in the emergency room when the draft happened, uh, and I said to Jamie Thomas, "Look, I'm I'm at ER. I was diagnosed with pneumonia. This was in January, and I said I'm I can't do the draft. Uh, you know, I was going to get my wife to draft, and I just auto drafted. Got a pretty good team. Ended up with Drysaddle third overall. That alone helped me because he had a huge game on Saturday, two garbage time empty net assist that put me into a victory. And I'll have a quick story about to why that is uh, good karma." For me, but anyway, I was in ER, auto drafted the team, and then just made a bunch of moves. We'll tell you about them a little bit later. So I won that league. It was nice. It was close, uh, but the karma was, I won thanks to garbage time. Drysidle's two assists uh, pushed me ahead on Saturday night. In football this year, I lost on a Raven safety in garbage time that would have put me into the final. So sometimes garbage time taketh away, sometimes garbage time giveth. 
Uh, in the other two leagues, I didn't make the playoffs. And in uh, UFHL, with Duckman's domination, we're in a massive rebuild. So we knew we were going to finish last, but it gives us a shot at the first overall pick. And so anyway, my team name, uh, the one of them is Jean-Guy Lafleur. And I, I name a lot of my teams after weed. And there's a great uh, cultivar, uh, famous, famous in Quebec, called Jean-Guy. Really great backstory behind it about a compassion club and everything. I have some Jean Guy in this joint right here that I will be lighting up after I get done recording this and uh, celebrating a fantasy hockey win. So, so far, so good this year. Uh, one out of three leagues in football I won. One out of three leagues in hockey. I missed the uh, loss in the quarterfinals in a basketball league, and I got a few baseball leagues going on right now as well. And I'm building a baseball platform on the Ultimate Fantasy Franchise Fantasy Sports. Uh, it's the Ultimate Fantasy League Baseball. It's going to be the biggest and best baseball league you've ever uh, ever experienced. Stay tuned uh, for the baseball show that we have coming up uh, later on in the week. We'll tell you all the details about that. So, love for you to chime in with your answer on what happened uh, with your uh, fantasy hockey leagues this year. Uh, that, once again, is the question of the day. How did you finish in your fantasy hockey leagues? Big thanks to our title sponsor, Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports, the most realistic, high-stakes fantasy platform out there, period. The UFHL nearly mimics everything about the NHL, including a scouting program, a prize pool that is over 51000 uh, we spread it out over three years, 31000 this year, and the progressive prize pool starts at ten k for the next two years. Ten k US is also what an expansion franchise was auctioned off for because we are just like the NHL. They have the Seattle Kraken. We have now the Bentley Jacks, and their owners pay ten k US because this isn't just a fantasy league. These aren't just fantasy players. These are NFTs. UFFS is on the Zillica blockchain, so they're digital assets, non-fungible tokens with utility. Right now, we have the UFHL and the UFAHL. Uh, we have the Ultimate Fantasy Golf Association, the Ultimate Fantasy Basketball Association, the Ultimate Fantasy American Football League, and the Ultimate Fantasy League Baseball. Uh, we also have uh, some fighting the UFFL, so so much going on. Hockey is up and running. The other leagues are launching as we go in the summer. Get in the game where you own the game, www.uffsports.com. All right, here is the lineup that we're going with on this final episode. We'll have our three and a half stars. That's the top three players. And an honorable mention, five lineup decisions. I'm going to tell you five lineup decisions that helped me win my league title. I'd love to hear uh, some lineup decisions, waiver wire pickups throughout the year that helped you. Hit me up on Twitter at Duck Millard. Bold predictions. It's going to be a prediction about the Conn Smythe champion. Fantasy Island, uh, guys, uh, players that uh, were voted on and off. Fantasy Beef, want to know what's bugging you when it comes to fantasy sports. And Rules of Fantasy Engagement, where we will try to give you uh, some rules to help you make your league a whole lot better. And here is how you can get a hold of me. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Well, who the hell else are you talking? You talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. I am the only person here. Um, just hanging out by myself talking fantasy hockey. How could life be any better? You want to chat? Hit me up on Twitter at Duck Millard. You want to get a hold of UFSN at UFS Network. You can also email me, fantasyhockeytimepod at gmail.com. 
You can email the network UFSN at UFFSports.com and check out the website FantasyHockeyTime.com as well as UFFSports.com. Game on! All right, uh, we're going to get things going with our three and a half stars of the week. And I'm starting off with a uh, defenseman and uh, Jacob Chikrin. I'm going to have some more information about him a little bit later. Uh, but he had a pretty solid week. Two goals, two assists for four points in just four games. Had a penalty, or had a penalty for um, some points in that category if you get them. And 19 shots on goal. Uh, for the Coyotes defenseman, the Coyotes are battling the Blues for that final playoff spot. Number three, David Krejci. He's caught fire with Taylor Hall. And it's funny, the night Taylor Hall got traded to Boston, it was recording this show, and, you know, it happened. And so I well, I'm going to stop and get that back in the show now. I reached out to Craig Button. I'm like, where is this going to fit in? You know, is he going to bump somebody? You know, you're not bumping somebody on that uh, top line. Uh, is he going to Taylor Hall going to slip to the third line, you know, with, with Jake DeBrusque or something like that? And he was like, yeah, David Krejci, and it's going to be a great fit. Two goals, five, uh, five assists for seven points in just three games this week. He was also plus five. Two points on the power play, just seven shots. The one thing you're not going to get with Krejci is a lot of shots, but he is a pretty good setup man, and Taylor Hall, who scored a beautiful goal, uh, by the way, just recently, looks really good for the Bruins. Number two, Connor McDavid, just chasing down 100 points in 56 games. Four goals, six assists for 10 points in four games this week. Lit up the Jets and then the Flames. Three on the power play, also had a game winner. Fired 18 shots in four games. Uh, This guy looks so motivated to try to get 200 points in 56 games. It's awesome. And number one star, Semyon Varlamov. He was perfect. 2-0 2-0 and in two starts, both of them shutouts, 1,000 save percentage, zero goals against, 53 saves. That's the only uh, the only possible negative you can look at with uh, Varlamov's week is that he didn't get a whole lot of say, uh, saves. He only averaged about uh, you know 26 saves a game. That's because he only played two games. But you can't argue with that. You're winning that category of shutouts for sure. And uh, you're winning save percentage, uh, everything. You're winning every goaltending category uh, if you relied on Varlamov uh, for that week. So he is the number one star. All right, let's get into uh, five lineup decisions now. And and as mentioned, these are going to be decisions that I made throughout the year to win a championship. And I would love to hear your lineup decisions. What were some of the key pickups or trades or anything that you made? And by the way, I made, I won this league this year. As mentioned, auto draft from the ER, no trades, all waiver pickups. So what, what I always say is, you know, a, 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 a fantasy league, you can't win the fantasy league at the at the draft. You could certainly lose it if you draft poorly, but you have to make moves during the season, whether that's waiver moves or trades. You have to be active in one or the other. Anybody can draft a great team, but injuries will happen, slumps will happen. You've got to be proactive, and you know that was the, the, the ultimate reason of why I think I won this championship. One of the guys I picked up, Tyler Toffoli, claimed him off waivers, Early March, uh, I dropped Damon Severson for him to Foley from March 3rd until the day, that's the day I picked him up, until the end of the season, that this past Sunday, led the Habs in scoring with 14 goals and 8 assists. Had 4 power play goals, 
eight power play points, 78 shots on goal, which also led the Habs. He was probably the biggest pickup uh, that put me over the edge because he scored so many goals, uh, especially if you're in a league where those categories are weighted, and they should be. The most important categories in, in hockey, they should be weighted. Jacob Chikrin, I mentioned him earlier, as our honorable mention this past week. He was the talk of the very first week in the National Hockey League. I don't know if you remember way back then, but everybody was talking about him. Four points he had in the first three games for the Arizona Coyotes. Two of them were on the power play. He also had 10 shots and a penalty minute in the first week. So he filled out a lot of categories. He ended up leading all defensemen uh, up until this point in the season with 16 goals. One more goal than the guy right behind him that I dropped to get him, and that was Darnell Nurse. Darnell Nurse had one point in the first four games. Chickman had four. I didn't see Darnell Nurse having such a great offensive season, but it didn't matter because Chickren had more points and, and more statistics and almost everything than Darnell Nurse. He had 37 points, 11 of them on the power play. 156 shots, three game-winning goals. He also had 40 penalty minutes, and Darnell Nurse only had 48. So uh, it was actually a, a pretty good move. Um, it, you know, you get uh, six more points and only lose eight penalty minutes. And Chikrin had more than 20 shots and more than doubled the power play points. So that was a really good move early, the very first week of the season uh, that that worked out. And I rode Chikrin the whole way. Jamie Ben, this was an interesting one. I dropped Tristan Jari. When the Penguins were getting shelled, Ben wasn't great this year. Uh, I had him from February 20th on. Jason Robertson was the Dallas star that you really, really wanted. He was brilliant. He had 35 points during that stretch. Ben was all right to start April, though. 10 points in 12 games in the first 20 days. And this past week, he had a four-point game against Carolina to kick off the week. Didn't have any points in the remaining three games, uh, but still, four points in four games, uh, an average. Uh, put up five shots and uh, took a penalty. Um, I benched Ben. I wasn't playing him much uh, other than you know when no when he you know if there was another guy to play. Let's let's put it this way. He was on the bench for a lot of the time, but he did have some hot stretches. Zach Wierenski was a defenseman that I grabbed in late February. Uh, gave up uh, a yet to heat up Alexis Lafreniere uh, and Wierenski. I had him for twenty two games. Before he went down with a hernia, had some hot stretches, uh, six points in five games. Uh, he's reached 200 shots in his career. So when he's healthy, he's a stud. Uh, he had almost 190 shots in 63 games last year. So it was just a matter of, uh, unfortunately, he went down or else uh, he would have helped the team even more. And Alexei Lafreniere just just was struggled uh, to start the season. He, you know, he got better as he went on. He's going to be a great player, but uh, in fantasy, it's win now in, in just a keeper league, not a dynasty league. In a dynasty league, you're keeping uh, Lafreniere, uh, depending on the depth. And Braden Holpe, this was an interesting one. I grabbed him midweek of my semifinals. So last week, uh, about a week and a half ago, a day after the Canucks returned, after that lengthy layoff, they beat Toronto. And then I played a hunch, and he got me two huge wins against Toronto and Ottawa. 63 saves in the two games for a 926 save percentage. Good enough to help me win my match and get into the final. And then Jordan Bennington uh, did the rest. I had Marc-Andre Fleury last week as well before I 
ended up giving up him uh, to pick up more players because you're in the final and you only have four keepers. I'm not keeping Marc-Andre Fleury. I need guys that are playing that night to be able to put me ahead and get me as, uh, as many games as I could possibly have. So there you go. Those are uh, five lineup decisions that uh, helped me win a championship and uh, I would love to hear from you on uh, five lineup decisions or any lineup decisions, uh, whether that's a trade, a waiver claim, uh, something like that. Uh, just, you know, playing a hunch and, and putting this guy in instead of this guy and it paid off. I'd love to hear from you. Lineup decisions that helped you win it all or, you know, at very least uh, make the playoffs and have some success. Okay, we'll get into some bold predictions uh, when we return right after this. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. It's a route, it's a blow-up. Fantasy Hockey Time is part of the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network, your one-stop fantasy sports shop. We're building something all fantasy fans will love, and we're looking for quality programming to join us. Reach out if you're interested in being part of the rotation, whether you have a daily, weekly, or even monthly show. If it's about fantasy, we'd love to chat. Give a follow on Twitter at UFF Sports, at UFHL or UFH League, and here at UFS Network for more information on how you can own the game. And you can also check out more info at www.uffsports.com. Dot com. Hear me now and believe this later. Prediction? Yes, prediction. Pain. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. We want to pop you up. All right, so my bold prediction is usually about a player who's going to light it up in the coming week, and uh, I'm actually going with a guy who I think is going to light it up in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Brad Marchand. I think he's a fantasy MVP every year. He should be considered uh, he's top five pick. He fills out so many categories. I'm thinking he wins the Conn Smythe. He had 24 points in his last 17 games. He had 23 points in 24 games in 2019 when the Bruins lost to the Blues in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final. I think he gets 30 points in the playoffs this year. And um, I, I don't know if the Bruins are going to win the Stanley Cup. I'm not going that far. Uh, I'm not that bold, uh, but I'm predicting they will get to the Stanley Cup final, and Brad Marchand will end up as the Smythe champion. And that is my final bold prediction of the season. Welcome to Fantasy Island. All right, time to vote. Wendell is cut. Rudy is cut. Janie, you're gone. Steven? I like your hustle. Get him a uniform. Congratulations. The rest of you made the team. <sighs> Except you, you, and you. All right, Fantasy Island this week. I am going with, um, you know, a, a waiver claim, my final waiver claim of the season that ended up not even having to come in play. But when you're in a daily league, you're always looking ahead to that weekend. And in our league, we only have four lineup changes that you're allowed to make. I tried to make one more, and I forgot. Oh, my God, I don't have another one. Thankfully, the opponent I was up against didn't have any either. But I looked ahead, and there was one game on the schedule. Tampa Bay, Detroit. And so I just went to the waiver wire, and 
I looked for, I needed a defenseman. I needed a defenseman that was playing on, I think it was Friday and then Sunday uh, from Tampa or Detroit. And it ended up with Danny DeKaiser. He didn't do anything. I didn't need him to do anything, but he was there in case I needed a guy playing in the final day of what is our season. So I ended up dropping Nikita Gusev. I Duke, I was on the Gusev train because I thought he was going to get a hot start like uh, Sam Bennett did in Florida. It didn't exactly happen. So I went with the Kaiser. Didn't work. But just, again, proves that you always have to be looking ahead, especially in daily leagues. You have to be looking to see, you know, what do I need on that final day? Okay, I'm going to need some assists. So I'm going to go out and try to find a guy who can set up and, and, and hopefully get me a few points or something like that. So Danny DeKaiser was my final waiver claim. Uh, turns out, thankfully, uh, that I didn't need it uh, because I had already wrapped things up. But uh, still, you always have to be uh, looking ahead for sure. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. When you pull on that jersey, you represent yourself and your teammates. And a name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Fantasy Hockey Time presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports, the most realistic fantasy platform around. The Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League mimics everything about the NHL. We have a scouting program. We have head-to-head playoff series. We also have a playoff draft where you pluck from the non-playoff fantasy franchises. And they aren't just fantasy players. They're NFTs, digital assets on the Zillica blockchain NFTs that have utility. You bid, trade, build your team or your scouting platform with UFFS. You own the game, so get in the game. www.uffsports.com is where you can find all the information. Am I hot? Yeah, I'm hot. Get some bull crap. I'm your huckleberry. Well, we're waiting. That's a crock of crap. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Boy. That escalated quickly. All right, so fantasy beef, my final one for this season, and it is people that are afraid to go in daily fantasy leagues and their excuse is, oh, it's just too easy. You just plug in all the uh, the, the guys who are not playing. Yeah, that's you know what that is? That's code for I'm too lazy to look at my fantasy team every day. You know what weekly fantasy leagues? Weekly fantasy leagues are throwing a dart and hoping that your lineup and, and your stays healthy. That's what weekly fi- fantasy leagues are. Weekly fantasy leagues are best on this team with three injured. Daily fantasy leagues are best on best. You have the opportunity to put all your guys in the lineup at different times. Uh, sometimes you might not have a left winger because there's only three games and so be it, but at least you can do that. So the argument that daily fantasy leagues are too easy is code for laziness. And, and you know, maybe you're scared that fantasy is going to take up too much of your time. And if that's the case, that's fine. You could stay in the weekly leagues. And, and you know, if weekly leagues are your thing, that's cool. But don't use the excuse that daily leagues are too easy because, Really what you're saying is I'm too lazy and scared to go in a daily league because it's too much work and you need too much knowledge. So that's my fantasy beef. If you like weekly leagues, fine. But don't use the reason you don't want to go in a daily league is because you think they're too easy because really what you're saying is it's just uh, way too much work for me to do. All right, let's get into our final rules of fantasy. This is not nom. This is bowling. There are rules. I don't think it taints it. What would you talk about, mister? 
All you have to do is follow three simple rules. All right. Uh, the rule I'm going to throw out uh, this week is that I think anybody who finishes in last place in your fantasy league needs to be punished. Whether that's they have to take out an ad in in a paper if there's still a paper around uh, that that you people read, um, you you can uh, make them stand out on a street corner with a sign that says "I suck at fantasy." A busy a busy street corner for you fantasy lovers out there. Um, you know you could you could get really extreme and say that uh, the the last place team gets their team renamed. Now that would be something else if uh, if you finish last and say the champion gets to rename your team, you know, for that season, then you can then you can change it back as long as you don't finish last. But last place should be punished. Like I talk a lot about the toilet bowl that we have. Uh, the toilet bowl is great. It's the last place teams they play off for that uh, next year's first draft pick or rookie pick or whatever it might be. But there also should be punishment for finishing last. You don't just get the first overall pick. You get punished for finishing last. So that's my final rule for your fantasy hockey league as you move forward. Punish that last place. Come up with something creative. You know, have a league-wide vote or something like that. Have a brainstorming session. Smoke some Jean-Guy Lafleur, and you will come up with a great idea for punishing last place. This is what I'll be celebrating with uh, very, very shortly. In fact, right now, because that's going to wrap things up uh, for this season of fantasy hockey time. As mentioned, we're going to have full count fantasy baseball starting Thursdays right here on the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. Myself and Jordan Blundell taking a look at the baseball during the week. It'll be Thursday mornings. 10 a.m. Mountain Time, live, right here on UFSN, taking you right up against the 11 o'clock games, Mountain Time, 1 o'clock Eastern, in Major League Baseball. So full count fantasy baseball will come your way on Thursdays, right here on UFSN. Check out the brand new website, www.uffsports, and get in the game where you own the game. If you want to get in touch with me, you certainly can. FantasyHockeyTimePod at gmail.com. Here's the new schedule for the UFSN. The UFFS podcast every second Sunday. Huge show last night. Colin Miles of Zillica, Tony Caranda, the haunch here at UFFS. Check that out on our UFFS, UFSN channel. Two Minute Tuesdays with Darren Bates. Tracking the draft with Craig Button on Wednesdays. Full Count Fantasy Baseball comes your way Thursdays. UFHL now on Fridays as well. And you can catch it all on our shiny YouTube channel, Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. Hit us up if you're interested in being a part of the show at UFS Network. Find it on YouTube. If you have a fantasy show, we'd love for you to join the fun. If you would like some production work or if you want to find out about some of my past shows and check out on some past episodes, check out podcastalley.ca, UFHL Now, the Cannabis 101 podcast, this show, Fantasy Hockey Time, and Tracking the Draft, and much more. Soon to be adding Full Count Fantasy Baseball. Once again, big thanks to UFFS 
for presenting this show. Check out the website, www.uffsports.com. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of this show this season. Full Count Fantasy Baseball will take the spot of this show, but moving to Thursday mornings, and we'll be back with more hockey shows next season. This show is all about helping you win or at least make your league better. Thank you so much for joining this voyage this season. Enjoy the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll talk to you later.